What's going on, people? What's up, you guys? I'm just gonna, gonna let y'all know what the name of this podcast is. This is um Humble Beginnings V2. Recent. <laughs> Humble just Beginnings. Restarted the PlayStation. Yo, the, what are you, the beginning of a podcast? I'm gonna put the shit with a PlayStation 2 start that. I did that PlayStation 1 sound is better. Okay. And it would probably make more sense because of Frank Ocean. Because oh, right. he put that at, at the beginning of Nostalgia Ultra. Mm-hmm. You know? But, um, we haven't talked to you guys in a minute, so just want to apologize. We gave you guys, which I will never hear, one of the fucking best podcasts we've ever done. Two hours and fucking 30. Never forget the fucking damn. Yo, y'all recorded? That shit was lit. <laughs> yes. And so, basically, uh, we lost it. Yeah, it is what it is. A uh, shout out to Dad. Um, a uh, thanks for uh, Preston. Um, but yeah, so to move things forward, how you been, Chris? Been been good, bro. Been chilling, man. You been you been good? Yeah, I just saw Drake. You know, Frank dropped an album. I'm feeling great, dog. Um, how was that concert? I'm still wearing my Summer 16 hoodie right now. I just got I just got out of the barbershop. Just got a fucking a nice ass fade. Feeling very you know drizzy right now. Um, Hold on, the hoodie says 16 on it, right? It says Summer 16 on the back and Revenge on the front. Probably one of the hardest hoodies this nigga has ever created. Hold on, didn't Skepta fake make a shirt like a year ago that says? Yeah, I think that shit's in like. Don't they sell it in Supreme now? It's in Supreme right now. Hmm. It looks like almost the same font too. Almost. All I know is that um I got Henry a hoodie. Now I got, you know, my little boot thing. I got her a hoodie, too. So, you know, everybody's on Summer 16 this, this summer, man. Um Oh, yo, Henry. Yo, I, I actually did get you a medium. Um Yeah, so. It, it, it'll fit you perfectly, though. Don't worry. But, uh, yeah, at uh, the show, man, that's the first time I've ever seen Drake in real, poli- like, in real life. Bro, this nigga, Woody, he got the generation on lock, dude, like. I was seeing all walks of life in there. I looked down to my left and I saw this old ass man. He looked like I don't know. This nigga looked like he got like great grandchildren. He was in there singing all me verbatim. I was like, wow, that shit was insane, man. That actually is kind of cool. That nigga was. I, lying. I'm a, I'm a comment on that. <laughs> that nigga Drake was lying like fuck. Wait, hold on, wait, wait. Yeah, man, but you know, Drake was lying like fuck to the audience. Nigga was trying to tell us. That Greensboro was the best concert so far on the tour. I said, "Nigga, I." <laughs> but yeah, dude, yeah, bro. The the dude's whole style is a sham, bro. Everything about him. Yo, is yo, a yo lot. watch your mouth. He was making those little oh. white girls feel special. <laughs> Phil, we 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 record. Phil's about to go all slide and make Chris have a temper tantrum with our first podcast back. It's called <laughs> Humble Beginnings, yet, not fucking. I'm too happy right Chris. now, man. Too much. Like, bro, Frank Ocean dropped an album. I can't be mad, man. He dropped two albums. I can't be mad. Can we really like talk about this though? Yeah. I mean, before we get into the music, before we get into the music, let's paint the tone for people. So, so Frank Ocean hasn't had an album, and y'all love y'all love this little four year hiatus shit. Let me just say one thing: um, just because the heart grows fonder with distance and time, does not make the person better than what they are. And I think that over uh-huh. time, Channel Orange just started getting better to people than it actually was. Like y'all got to stop that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like y'all got to stop that. Like, Channel Orange is good. It's fire. It won Grammys. It did what it's supposed to do. But nobody's going to sit here and, and tell me that it's like it changed the, the damn world. No, it didn't. 
I mean, I, it's, it, I, I mean, I've been stop, a stop, I've been a Channel Orange supporter since it came out. Not on that, like, I, no. I, I didn't say you wasn't. No, I mean, I'm just saying. Are, no, I'm just saying. But like, people are drunk with the with the fact that that was the last thing that he gave out. So all of a sudden, people act like that shit was like the fucking. But um, when it initially Lawrence. came out, nobody knew that he wasn't going to release anything for a long time. And when it initially came out, it got critical acclaim. Everybody loved the album. It's a great what? album. The nigga gave you a hundred and thirty track. Um. Like mixtape, bro. You try. All right, all right, bro. That's like saying, like, bro. Okay, the Lonnie like bro collection or whatever, a brew collection, bro. That shit is like straight. Okay, if Drake released a mixtape full of room, uh, room for improvement shit, and then you gotta take care. Do you really want to listen to room and improvement shit? And like, it's a, it's a whole difference between them, Lonnie bro, yeah. and Lonnie bro, and, and fucking Channel Orange. That's two different artists. Yeah, but 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 this is the problem that again that all y'all super fans of any of any artist do. An artist puts something out and y'all try to tell him what his art is. Shut the fuck up. You already lost right there. You can't tell no artist that what they put out what their art is. It's up for discussion, but it's not up for you to tell them what it is. I mean, like that doesn't even make it. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. Because once an artist puts something out, they put it out for you for a reason to digest it. And people don't be like people be. Like taking stuff for granted based off what they tell what they tell you. Oh, it's so many tracks. I don't gotta go through these tracks for real. Oh, it's a mixtape. I don't gotta take this mixtape seriously. Oh, it's an album. I must deal with it this way, bro. Everything is is done with reason, especially with someone extremely intelligent like Frank Ocean, because he's more smart than he actually is um, um, artistic. His, his his intellect level is way higher than his actual artistic level. You know what I mean? But I will say this: the way he just mastermind that whole Universal Def Jam deal, genius. Yo, Bevel must have wrote out the whole pl- the whole play, the whole playbook for him <laughs> Yo, within those four years. I'm telling you um, right now. I'm telling you right now. Do you not know how much money he gonna make off of this? No, he he's gonna make a bunch of money. But yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something really smart. So that nigga going. He, they um, say he's predicted to do two twenty five first week. No, listen. She said that. He hasn't put out an album for four years, so maybe he was masterminding and reading all that paperwork carefully within those four years, you know? Because <laughs> when you get a contract, that should be about 118 pages at least, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's basically just the label protecting themselves from damn it, anything and everything, be it that you may fall and lose your vocal cords, be it that you may fall down a cliff and break an arm and can't perform, be yeah, it that you... remember when he did fuck up his vocal cords? You remember that shit? He had to drop out of OVO Fest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I but, thought that nigga wouldn't be able to sing anymore. I was scared. Uh, but basically, contracts basically, like, you know what I mean? You, you, it just basically keep, like, labels in, in, in the clear of of having to pay you more money than they would have to if your ass ain't putting out enough music. So he must have really masterminded that shit and said, you know what? I got it. And then he put out Endless. And, and, and it's funny because with Drake, we thought Drake did that with If You're Reading This Is Too Late. And mm-hmm. then, um, and then, um, What's this new album called already? Views. I forgot. Views. I, I thought he did that, but I guess Birdman was like, nah, Playboy. Like, that belonged to me and Wheezy. So, you know, whatever. But if you, as soon as I went on iTunes, the first thing I noticed was at the bottom of the album of, of Blonde, it said, Boys Don't Cry. And I was like, hmm. If I know one thing about these, um, these Apple little, you know, like overlays and setup. The last little line is usually like the label or the imprint that it was like distributed. Um, I hate that word, distributed under. So I was like, oh shit, that boy got his own imprint. 
But nah, his shit is independent. It's not even with Universal or nothing. So the way he got away with murder, he really ran off on the plug twice. And you know what's like, the craziest thing about it? Frank Ocean low-key ruined everything for everyone now. Like, he, um... Now Universal's saying that there's no more exclusive releases. You can't do that anymore. Like, yeah, but all... Like, and, but, and but, like, you know, Universal Music Group, that's like the parent company for everything. Yeah, but what you need to understand is all that means is... Apple Music won't be the first to get something. Title won't be the first to get yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Ooh, course, of we, course. I mean, so it means that. I mean, up. so it means that everybody's gonna get something at the same time, but artists aren't gonna get paid as much because when they get exclusives, people like Apple who are worth like hundreds of billions of dollars can't just throw them money immediately. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which saves the artist the the choice to having to go back to a label, ask for marketing dollars, and ask for all this and that. The reason why it, it, it's hurting Universal is because well, it's hurting their feelings, not their pocket. Because these niggas worth so much money, but basically, they paid for all those Beatles samples. They paid for all of those, um, you know, all those studio sessions. And it's like you paying for like some girl to do all this shit for her, and you like, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm getting it right. And then she go on a date with another man. <laughs> you like, what the fuck? Yeah, Did yeah. This bitch really just like, I, I gave her the outfit to wear the night we go out. Everything. If she really went out with another dude, like, and so you know, they sent out the the mass email, like, no more exclusives, you know. Yeah. So and, you I know, mean, like a, but I mean, like you know, it's crazy how he gave us, you know, endless. I guess the little the the way to get out, and that was just supposed to be like, I guess you know, a little leftovers, Lucy, and that shit is better than niggas' albums, bro. No, it's better than his album, in my opinion. Oh. His album is deep. No, 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 no. His album is deep. But that album is so sketchy artistically that it actually is just as good, bro, if not better than the album. Because I know that Frank Ocean likes Endless just as much as he likes Blonde. It, yeah, and you know what's the thing about it? What I what I thought with Endless, let's, we can just let's go into this album first. All right, so Endless is the more hip hop influence, more I guess experimental. Man, that shit is that shit is so obscure. I can't put no I can't put no genre on it. It is, it's just, it's more experimental, it's more out there, you know, so, and what I was saying, Woody, I think that Unity may be one of the best songs that that nigga's ever released, like, overall, that shit is just a perfect Frank Ocean song, like, that shit is next level, the, the transitions on this album, the little, like, little interludes, all this shit, he did this shit perfectly, man, and, um... You know, it's not getting as like great reviews and shit as the blonde, but who fuck cares, man? Who I, fuck I cares? think it's like nostalgia ultra on steroids. Yeah, I think it's him perfecting like that sketchy like one thirty, like one minute thirty second, like like preface of a song and just yeah. learning how to like make you miss it. And so because you miss it, you keep going back to it. Because I think Frank Ocean may have did something that I thought only Kanye was like really good at, and that's making forty seconds of a song feel like three minutes. And what I mean by that is like. Like, once they get, like, what sounds good in the song, mm-hmm. they just never give it back to you. Because if you never notice, like, on Kanye's, like, best songs, like, some of the best moments, he takes away from you immediately. Yeah, like, because you can't, uh, you can't oversaturate it. You can't oversaturate yeah, it. Because on highlights, the, the, the hook part with, uh, with Young Thug is only one time. No, no, no. Uh, the, the part with Young Thug, he's like, slow motion. You know oh, what I mean? Like that's talking the, about one night. That's my favorite. Uh, no, 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 no. That's my favorite. The part, the part before that is way better, though. The part before that, that's like the climax of the song. Like, 
like that's what when I first heard it, I thought made it sound like flashing lights too or something. Because mm-hmm. like those little like those, those little instruments in the background just streaming, it just sounds like really like high and mighty and shit. But yeah, Frank Ocean is really good at that. So like when you listen to that shit, that shit feels like you gotta just keep listening to it over and over. And then I think a couple tracks you get lost in because those shits are like flowing really good the way people chop it up. So shout out to the internet chopping that bitch up a good way because you could get lost in like I think like that's. Uh, that slide on me track and like the next three after that, you can get lost in that shit. Yeah. You get lost in that shit. For I real. think the I think the best transition is from Unity to that ambience shit, to um, ambience one to Como de Garçon to ambience two to Wither. That shit. No, no, no. It keeps going after that because because after that, man, that shit that shit gets crazy. Bro. Blows, and then yeah, that shit. And you know yeah, what's crazy about Hublos? Hublos, bro. First I heard that shit, I was like, yo, what is that sample from? This nigga sampled fucking Contact by Daft Punk, one of the hardest songs on that album. It's yeah. that that album's just fire, dude. It's fire, like for real. And, yeah. So um, I just gotta say, bro, like Frank Ocean really gave us everything that we wanted. He gave us everything we wanted. He gave us this, and then he gave us Blonde. Like you know, the more you know, I guess I haven't acoustic. Hold up, I haven't watched the video though. I didn't no, know he built I mean, the stairs. Gotta, you really don't gotta watch it. I mean, and, like, and then I heard, and then I already changed his outfit, so maybe maybe it was different sessions that he was no, doing. No, bas- yeah, basically with the stream, um, it went on for like two weeks, I think, and um, yeah, it would just it would he would have him Frank will go in, he'd be working on you know like building the stuff da 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 da. And it totaled 172 hours, but they condensed it and they layered it over each other for 43 hours. So say like it'll show on here, it was like three Frank Oceans working at one time. But when we were watching it, we would only see one of them. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just him building something, and at the end of it, he walks to the top of the uh, thingy and then walks down, and it's over. So and, technically, he played music for 172 hours. No, he didn't. No, for 172 oh, oh. hours, most of the time there wasn't even music. Now, oh, when he oh, was, because you remember someone made the tweet. You know, when someone made the tweet. They have like a hundred seventy-two hour version of Endless. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just talking about the footage. But what if they were talking about music too, bro? Oh hell no, man! It's just footage, bro. I was watching it. Like most of the time, Woody, they did play some music. They played um what they were playing before they actually started playing the album was the beats on some of the songs. Like say Higgs, they would play like just that dun dun dun. They were playing stripped down version of the beats without anything added to it. Okay, so, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. yeah. So it was really, really cool. Um, All right, so the album, yeah, it's fire. Yeah, endless was cool. Now let's get to the uh, the main the main dish here, blonde or B L O N D, which has like blonde. That, the way that he did this shit, the meanings is just so amazing. Okay, what's the meaning? Tell me what the meaning is. Blonde with an E is blonde for a girl. Blonde with a D is, just, like, without an E is, like, just blonde, like, for a man. So, he's showing, like, you know, his duality, his sexuality. You know what I mean? It's crazy, Oh, it is? I-, I never knew that. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But, for real, for real, um, but, yo, intro track, Nikes. Hold on, um, you, you know blonde with a D is for, uh, is male for a guy? Oh, so that's, yeah, that's his little take on it. With no E at the end, it's just male. I don't oh, yeah. know. Must before be we get into Blonde, I just want to do an appreciation for Jasmine Sullivan. Her vocals, you know, knock the windows out of your car. Jasmine Sullivan killed it, and Sanford killed it. On All a, right, look, on look, 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 look. I'm not reviewing this. I'm just talking about it from wherever I want to talk about it. I want to talk about Young Lean on that Facebook skit. That shit was funny. Oh, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. That's Young Lean on the Facebook shit? 
Yes. What? You didn't know that? No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. No, it's this dude named Sebastian. No. You sure? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm very sure. It's not. Oh, Young Lean. Okay, well, wrong then. Big no, no. Wrong Young then. Lean is supposedly on self control, but I don't think that he's actually on. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, he is on self control on the hook, or he was like, um. Like, I mean, know, nah, I mean, I'm just telling you what Bitcoin said. I'm not telling. I'm not saying. Yeah, see, Bitcoin. I, I thought I'm wrong. I'm yeah, wrong. I'm yeah, okay yeah. to be wrong. I'm okay to be wrong, bro. It's not that serious. Matter of fact, you just made me lose all the taste about talking about it. So I'm just gonna give you the floor. Yeah. All right. So let's just talk about blonde man. Ten out of <laughs> Jesus, man. I don't know, dude. It, it's like this album is a very stripped down. It's bare bones, but every single instrument, every single thing is placed perfectly on the album. You know what I mean? Everything has a reason. And if you're just listening to this album and not paying attention, it can really not please you at all. It can be boring to you somewhat. But if you actually pay attention to this album, if you actually actually listen to it, you will appreciate this so much. Um... Certain songs, like, uh, I don't know how to say it, like, Seg, Segfried or whatever, I, I can't really pronounce it, but certain songs like that, and, uh, and Nights, and Self Control, and, uh, you know, Ivy, those songs like that, man, it's just, it, as a music fan, it is just amazing to listen to, you know? But, uh, yeah, the people that helped them out on the album, you know, Mike Dean, uh, Tyler, obviously, Pharrell, Kendrick um wrote a little bit on here. Lean 3000, you know, came through and murdered a- Yo, you know he was talking about Kanye and that shit, Woody? Oh shit, he's gone. Um well, basically, how you talk how you know he's talking about Kanye? He's not talking about Drake because him him and Kanye have a, had a falling out after 30 hours, you know that? Yes. Tell, hold on, tell me about this then. Tell me about it. Okay. So basically, like after, like, hold up, where's tell me your source before you even tell me this bullshit? Tell me your source. Oh shit! Oh shit! I don't, I don't have no source. Exactly. You just, bro, you are the worst person to tell me that Andre Thousand is not talking about Drake. He's not talking about Drake though. Yeah, he is. No, if you listen to the context of what he's saying, he's talking about people who are who are be, who are after him. He's not talking about anyone who's his peer. He's talking about everyone who's after him. Do you he's think talking about Drake little, is he's talking about little, three thousand? No, he's talking about anyone who had a career that's not his peer. Drake and Andre Thousand are not peers in terms of timestamps. Kanye and Andre Thousand are technically peers because when Andre Thousand was prime. He was still making. Kanye West was making music. Drake was not making music while Andre Thousand was in his prime. Listen to the context of what he's talking about, bro. He's being very introspective. Yeah, the whole 20, that thing, like, you know, twenty years. I thought that everybody was, you know, writing their own shit. No, 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 no. You can go to Rap Genius. You can do whatever you want, bro. He's talking about everything he literally just seen. Like, think about everything that um, Andre Thousand recently did. He's basically just been on a tour of being a fan of new artists. Like, I was making a joke to someone. I was like. Andre Thousand takes a picture with these young kids. I think people think the young kids are the fans, but I think it's the opposite. Kind of like, kind of like at like the um, at like the um, at the Five Dog um, funeral or like a wake or memorial. And he was like, you know, um, I said everything. I don't know which one of the three it is. I forgot, but it's damn sure the funeral. But um, 
when Hundred Thousand was like these new artists, like the Young Thugs and shit like that. Like he was like, yo, y'all can't be hating on them. Mm-hmm. He was like, you, you, you can't remember, hate on them. Hold yeah, up, let me make my point. Like that, because you remember he get, like when he got on uh, Ben's Friends. And he said, you know, mm-hmm. like, Future is, like, his favorite artist right now. Like, he said, like, you know, he's really, like... Yeah, a, and, and, yeah. and he likes Lil Yachty. He likes mm-hmm. Lil Uzi. He likes those new artists. But what he doesn't like is, how can I like an artist? Yeah, you can tell. It just makes sense. He probably liked them because he know that they naturally make their music. And he likes Drake. And he, and if you listen to what he was saying, basically he was saying that he feels like he wasted his words on giving someone, like, Drake advice. Because why are you giving someone some advice who technically ain't taking it because they ain't not writing it. Who knows why he may have told Drake behind closed door. He probably told him, listen, man, when you get in that zone, man, like, you know, like, don't bite your tongue for these niggas, man. Like, go hard. And Drake probably like, you got it, man. You got it, man. You know, I learned from the best, man. You know, Badu was telling me something like that. You know, I I, I, I can't, like, I'm not trying to do Drake's voice, and I'm just telling you what he what he may have said. And then to find out some Quentin Miller-ass nigga exists, probably got on his like, oh, hell no. Nah. So this nigga didn't even write that? You know what? Right, like, like let, let, let me address this real quick. I've been thinking about this lately. You know, I think I, I, I kind of feel for Drake, you know, because I know that growing up, a lot of niggas would do shit. But when I did it, I got in trouble and I got the blame for it. I actually got caught. You cannot tell me right now that Wayne didn't have a writer. When you're Listen. at the peak, when you're at the peak like that, Drake is on another level of superstardom the same way that Wayne The reason why no one will ever... I'm no, just you, I can't believe you even bringing up Lil Wayne, bro. You need to go do your history, bro. I know, I, I do. I, I know, no, 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 no. I know my history, No, and everyone knows that, like, right now, my birthday just passed, you know, RIP to the birthday podcast, but my birthday passed, so this... This cycle of my life, I'm not trying to be like loud as I usually are. I usually am, so bear with me. But Chris, you're out of your fucking mind, Chris. Okay. Go watch that QD3 documentary. Lil Wayne was on a tour bus for eight months, bro. Yeah. Never even spent any money, got finessed by Birdman. Birdman just bringing him gifts, and all he did was rap. It wasn't no ghostwriters on that bus, bro. And yeah. he put out some of the best music that fans wanted in the time that he was that he was doing it, bro. Bro, I'm sorry, Chris. I'm not. T- uh, I'm not I'm trying to tell you that at that moment. Hold on, Chris. I'm not, Hold on, I'm Chris. not trying to tell you, you that at that moment. Though, Chris. Did, but eventually, on, Chris, you one time listen. in his career, no, he had writers, bro. Because when you're that Chris, popular, you're still you not listening, though. You're still not listening. The point is, is that the Gilly the Kid shit. There is no proof to it. That's the only person they ever said wrote for Lil Wayne, Gilly the Kid. They, they, there is no proof. I mean, they say Gilly the Kid wrote the Carter too. That's not even people's favorite Carter. Most, most casual fans don't even listen to the Carter too. The Carter too is awesome because that's when he thought he was like from New York, the hustling music and the bathing ape shit. But the dedication too was unreal. So was the dedication, and not just that. When he went crazy, that was after the fact. That was Carter three, Drought three, all that shit that other people like. You know what I'm saying? People thought Lil Wayne was crazy for no ceilings. All that. I'm sorry, Gilly didn't write any of that because because Gilly came out and said he was writing for Lil Wayne, and even if he was, that stopped it right there. The problem is when Lil Wayne said "100,000 for a feature," you want to battle? I beat you. I'm a beast. I'm a creature. I'm a son of Missita. He was literally writing that. Now when Lil, you know, Drake says, "Lodo, do I run that?" That's making people think he's literally writing, and then he's not writing. And, and, and it's so funny that you bring him up, him and Kanye, because Drake just released a CDQ version of You Know You Know, which is Kanye's one of Kanye's like, dopest beats that yeah. people forget about. Crazy song. You know. You go know. Listen to, but, but go listen to that Drake flow. That's a completely different Drake than it is now, bro. You know it is. 
you like you know not to be taboo but you know like seriously you know that's a completely different drake that's how drake used to write it's with, progression um, it's progression. Well, it, yeah, you're not, it's, gonna, it's, rap, you're not yeah. gonna rap the same way you were rapping when you were in 2009. You were Little Wayne's, like you know, little bro and shit, and you were like, you know, like releasing mixtapes and shit. No, you're not going to rap the same. You're not gonna rap the same if, you're you're not, get, if you sign a same, 19 million dollar. You're not gonna rap the same if you're not writing, bro. You're not gonna rap the same if you're not writing, bro. Because the thing is, is that Drake gets so gets so much help, and he's so good at it. He doesn't want to write the way he used to write. Now he can just freestyle and just tell you what he wants to because he already got you caught hook, line, and sinker. You know what I'm saying? Most casual fans, he could just say anything now and, and, and it'll sit well with them. When Drake did actually have literally in his bars, you know, people wasn't checking for that. People were checking for those R&B kind of songs. That's the funny part. When Drake was like, you know, legit writing from start to beginning in his Blackberry and all that, like... People wasn't checking for that. People were checking for you the best anything he ever did with Trey songs and stuff like yes, that. Yes, because they had but, but they, now they that Drake, something like that. They yeah, but now that Drake like is but now that Drake is a rapper and actually like pushes rap forward by t- taking other flows and making it a very Drakeish kind of song. But it's technically might not be his flow because of course it ain't because he's, he's using another flow and just in certain words. Now it's like that's all people cluing in for. But. That's why he said, I'll never forgive Meek Mill. And that's why he said that at the nigga city and all that. Because Drake, no, bro. If it wasn't for that, who knows? Maybe the album be four times platinum by now. But, bro. What do you mean with the album be four times platinum right now, bro? Like, that's no, it's three times platinum. That shit was not a chink in his armor at all. I don't think anybody, like, even... The people that buy actually buy Drake's albums don't give a shit at all. They don't yeah, but then, but what about the, the what about the eight hundred thousand people who want to believe that he's a penmanship ass nigga? And I, okay, put it like this: the people who bought late registration did not buy Take Care. I, I mean, did not buy um um views. I'm sorry, did not buy views. The people bought um late registration did not buy views. If Meek Mill never says this nigga didn't write it, the people who bought late registration buys views and is four times platinum by now. How? Because a lot of people are like fans of rap and hip hop are not going to buy into something that they think is is fake. So, bro, there's people they, on this. Are, earth, no, I need no, you. I need, people, Chris, people I need you to know like that. There's work. people on this earth who think that Drake is a sham, bro. Yeah, bro. And they people do not did, support no, bro, a sham. People, yo, the people that didn't, that wouldn't, like you know, buy into his shit, been hating Drake. Let's keep it three million. Bro. Nah, bro. Because they've been saying certain, that niggas. Because certain music saying, oh, you can't deny, they've bro. They've been saying he's fake. Oh, he never struggled. Da 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 da. He's a bitch. He makes soft music. I'm not listening to this shit, bro. If they didn't like him back then, they wouldn't have liked him like now. Come on. Are you gonna just stand behind any type of pillar for the sake of the argument, bro? Just listen for once. I'm just listening. Listen I'm just saying, bro. Like no, that no, no, right no, there, but just listen like, and interpret just, just exactly just, what we're talking about that. and nothing else, bro. I don't know why you fight for this man who don't fucking know you so much, bro. Just take it for what it is. He did not write his recent raps, and it's okay. No, because it clearly no. it's okay because he went three times platinum. No. But understand that people who really wanted to be his a uh, fan of him and his words are not a fan of him because those words aren't his words. Okay? He may have bought them from someone, and they might be an ASCAP as his words, but they aren't his words initially bro they just aren't and it's okay and no. that's what Andre 2000 was talking about no, you know what i mean no. because because within the climate of where Andre 2000 said it if Andre 2000 is really smart probably smarter than both of us so he probably knew during the climate of when that would come out that he knew 
that it was going to point to Drake. Not no motherfucking Kanye West. Consequence been writing for Kanye for God knows how long. Literally, his career is being known off being one of the best writers for Kanye and now Beyonce and whoever else. No one cares. People tell Kanye, go find Consequence when he drops the album. No one gets mad. You know why? Because Kanye does more stuff on a song than Drake does. Drake doesn't make the beat. Uh, Drake doesn't master the beat. Drake don't find the sample. Drake don't bring in no crazy features. He's not bringing um, a Kelly Price into the studio. He's just not, bro. I'm sorry. He's just not. So people are like, okay, well, if you're not going to write this and you leaning on your pen, what the fuck else are you doing then? you just a drone. You see, you never heard no one call Kanye a drone, bro, because you know this nigga in there making some damn beat with Dad Punk and some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? So you got to respect that portion of it. And he, he wasn't initially a rapper. He was a producer who wanted to rap. Drake has been an actor who now can wanted rap. To rap. And, what, and, and what do actors do? They read scripts, nigga. <laughs> Case in point. So it's okay, so, all right, so we're going to act like it's back a- when he was an actor and they were doing tours of his room, he didn't have just fucking notebooks on notebooks on notebooks of writing. Acting like that he did not even... Yo, you know what's the funniest thing about it? Nigga, Drake wrote fucking single. Drake wrote single for Lil Wayne. That was Drake's song, bro. Shut yeah, the man. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was Drake's song, he, nigga. He, oh, yeah, man, one of the biggest... Uh, one of the biggest uh, uh, smashes for Lil Wayne in his history. No, but you're just trying to tell me. It's bigger than that. Nigga don't be writing. It's not. And you're trying to tell me that Wayne didn't have no writers, bro. He fucking got Drake, like Drake gets all these other artists, and leached off of him, nigga. Don't try to tell me that, bro. As soon as Drake was coming up, Lil Wayne was about, he was falling down, and then he fucking got on Drake's shoulders, got a hook from that nigga on everything, and just, you know, rode his success. And now he's going to be making checks off of Drake for the rest of his fucking life. No. What Lil Wayne did is what LeBron James did with Kyrie. Yes, that's what he's doing, bro. That's what every rapper does. Kyrie's better than LeBron James. That's what every rapper does. That's what Hove did with freaking Kanye, bro. Are Are you trying to tell me that LeBron James is not as good as Kyrie Irving. That's what I'm asking you. I'm asking you that. Well, this is different a little bit, I think. No, because it's the same thing. Because Lil Wayne was already accomplished before Drake. He was already accomplished before Drake. He already had put out his best work before Drake, and he was still putting out great work. It just so happened that Drake was so damn good as longer. And what did Lil Wayne even acknowledge? He said, we gonna be right as long as Drake's on every hook. Like, he said it. Like, he, he let it that I understand that this person who I may have signed is extremely good. So, Chris, it's okay. And just he didn't understand. sign him for no reason, bro. I'm just saying, man. Listen, bro. Let me just tell you this I just right think now. you need to understand this finally, bro. We, we can talk about it every podcast, bro. But you need to understand, bro, is that Drake is the highest level of a rapper right now. But... He does not write everything, and it's okay. But the, no, the you know what? Okay, okay. Let's just say this. Drake, you can say this. Right, you can say that, bro. Wrong. But the shit that matters, come on. You trying to tell me right but now he, somebody else wrote Western Road flows? Bro, I don't want to believe no one wrote that. I told you that's one of my favorite Drake songs of all time. I'm just trying to tell you right now. I don't want to believe no one wrote has, Who this year has released a song just fucking just with just straight? heat like this nigga just going in for four like four and a half minutes bro come on man chris what i'm all i'm trying to tell you bro is that when someone like drake is all your bro it's about karma and life and energy bro if you sat around and you were to and you was at a school bro and you talked shit to everybody and no one was ever had a chance to really fucking like stick it to you 
and they finally found something to stick it to you, are they not going to give you an extra amount of hell about it? Chris, you have to understand, man. Drake came out as a rapper who's basically saying that my raps are a lot more real than people because I can't rap about guns. So I'm going to rap about my real life and I'm going to rap about, like, you know, what's, what's really going on with me. So when Drake actually got success, people believe that the way he felt about his success is how he really felt, you know, because he's rapping about it. So when he says, like, you can't fuck with me or y'all niggas not doing it like this or I'm going to come take the throne, people are like, cool, he's a rapper. He's not trying to be an entertainer. He wants to go for it. But then, rewind, when you find out that he's not even writing it, now you're like, oh, you fucking sham. You fucking sham. What are you going for? And you ain't even write it. Shut up. Anyway, because, you know, it's not me, bro. You right. People don't want to give him a chance because people thought some shit like this would surface. And then, lo and behold, it gives haters ammo. Bro, no matter what, Chris. All I'm saying is, there's going to be an other side to anything. You want Drake to have no type of faults. And this is his one fault. I, and no, it's no, not no, I understand that every artist. Three times platinum, and you got a ghostwriter? I'll take that any day. I'll take that any day. Because there's niggas who write every single sentence and can't get 100,000 shipped, like let alone sold. So it's I okay, understand bro. that, Woody, but I'm just trying to tell you right now, bro. As a young man that has been grown up and molded by Drake's real lyrics that he's written on his Blackberry... I just simply will not believe certain accusations. I'm but sorry. you're still like, bro, come on, stop being delusional, so bro. Like, not, it's not even that I'm serious, sorry. Chris. Just deal with it. I can't, yo, sometimes. He even dealt with it. When I saw bro, he even Dr- dealt with it. Bro, it's I cool. saw Drake it's, it's... in concert a few days ago, and he was rapping You With Me. And when he said, You're running your fingers through my curls, you knew me when the kid had waves. And the way it just sunk it it just clicks you know like he is the greatest of our generation okay i will not and i'm not gonna let anybody tell me that this nigga can't out rap 98 percent of the game didn't say he couldn't that but that has more to do with what's going on in the game uh, rather than um What's going on with him? And you know what? We're not even gonna talk about Frank Ocean no more because I gotta, I gotta, because because we because we went off such a tangent. Because every time with Drake, this nigga just gets the best of you. But um, listen, so a point was made the other day. I was listening to something, and then it was a really good point that I wanted to speak on. And it was this basically that rap actually has faltered a little bit in terms of um, its purest roots of where it comes from you know the five elements or whatever right and um bro this is true the rappers that are really good right now aren't the best writers it's true i'm not saying mumble rap is garbage you will never hear me say that i mean it's just i love future i love I, I, i love all that music but bro right now the music that is regarded as like premier hip hop is the music that we call like dance music, snap music, club music, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Of course, shoot 'em up just, music. It's just whatever. like it's ringtone era part two, but just way better. Instead of them franchise boys, we got you know like god level music. Like this, it, this is music that is actually starting. Okay, to drum is not god level, but wait, who? Drum, the nigga who made his song broccoli, bro. That's Fucking a god level song. Oh, yo, you know no. that uh, Vince Staples... You only like the Lil Yachty verse, but yo, go ahead. Vince Staples dropped his album, well, his EP, uh, Prima Donna. Yeah, so did, 
Hey, so did Tory Lanez. I'm not listening neither. <laughs> no, I'm not listening to Tory Lanez, but I'm damn sure I listen to Vince. Oh, Davis. oh yeah, I forgot. Of course you gotta listen to Tory Lanez because he a bitch. He's supposed to be like Drake. Yo, no, no, bro. Tory Lanez is so delusional. Like, bro, he's like he just has that short man syndrome. He really said that he's better than Drake. Are you fucking stupid? Like, bro, you can't. You can't do that. Drake said this in an interview a very long time ago, before he became the sixth god, right when he was emerging as the sixth god. He said, bro, you cannot come from my city and disrespect me and think that you're going to make it. You don't come up like that. You don't disrespect me like that. Why the fuck would you do that? Just because the nigga wouldn't, like, you know, respond to you in a verse six years ago, you put, like, $20,000 on the line? Bro, fucking take your L, man, and your receding-ass hairline. I fucking hate Tory Lanez, dude. <laughs> and he's a fake Toronto nigga. Grew up in fucking New York for the longest. Went to Toronto for one year. Now he's trying to speak Patois and shit. Now he's trying to be talking about real thing. Eh? Fuck you, Tory Lane. And fuck your nothing ugly is ass funnier. Beard. And nothing your ugly is, ass jump shot. Nothing is funnier than that. Tiger only I mean number one. Oh yo. And you're my he, only this one. This nigga went to freaking one on one. Whatever the fuck. And brought shit Amina Blue. Yo, that shit is one of the funniest moments this year. Yeah, that nigga Tiger stacking them L's. He's stacking them yeah. shits. But, I mean, he's yeah. still fucking the shit out of Kylie Jenner, so he went. It don't matter. I, only you could say that line, because cause Lord knows I don't care for nothing fake no more. No, it don't matter it's fake. That money ain't fake. That's I mean, what we're talking about. I know damn well he waiting to put a baby in her. You waiting, man. <laughs> I feel you. Man, but, um... I want to say, I, I just want to say that before. I want to say, like, you know, Vince Staples, that, that's another nigga in the game, bro. His his pen, that nigga's God level. But go ahead. No, I was saying it was just so much stuff that happened, but um, nah, Vince Staples is fire. Vince yeah. Staples is fire, but I'm not going to listen to it. Um, it's only seven songs, bro. Go listen to it. I've listened to it. got James Blake production. All right, cool. Good for James Blake, but um, I. I Damn, what have I been listening to? Just been listening to that gigs, I guess. Gigs <laughs> and Frank Ocean. That's it. Yo, have you? Have you That's literally it. I, okay, okay. I'm not gonna lie. I'm waiting for the Travis Scott project. Oh yeah, that shit. And, probably yo, gonna Jeffrey be dropping fire. tomorrow too. Well, today, nigga, right? Yeah, Jeffrey and Birds in the Trap sing by him tonight. Well, drop. Oh, Travis Scott shit dropped today. Well, I mean, like you know, tonight, like you know, Thursday night. Oh, at midnight, right? Well, like eleven, supposedly. That's why that nigga canceled the shows because he's been trying to like you know. It's I mean, gonna be fireworks. Like, I think Birds in the Trap singing Brian McKnight is going to be his best project. Honestly. From what I've heard so far. Man, that shit is going to be a, a, auto, a auto-tune R&B trap masterpiece. album. Masterpiece. Got time for that shit. Yo, he don't even honestly, rock no more because, because we all know his best hits was with that singing. Hee-hee. <laughs> Niggas really doing the Michael Jackson Quavo, or the We need a Quavo Travis Scott thug project. That's needed. But then when you do that. One of them has to go because look about because look at the Rich Gang album. That shit was so good that Rich Homie Quan just had to go because he could do nothing else after that. Yo, I'm gonna just but like for real, for real, Quavo. I think Quavo, Quavo probably is the best at harmonizing out of all of them because that nigga don't be using the fucking he don't be using the auto tune when he harmonizing. Who Quavo? Hell no. Yes, he do. Yo, yo, bird. Well, he was like birds in the trap, sing by McNight. Yeah, that was him. <laughs> that won't know. That won't know auto tune. He be going there, right? He be harmonizing, man. You know, I really fuck with that nigga, bro. And I hate when people trying to really trying to tell me that you know offsets the best out of Migos. 
shut your ass off, man. It's like trying to say Dennis is the fucking best <laughs> out of like, like out of you know, uh, uh, Jordan and Pippen. Like, come on, we all know who the Jordan is. We all know who the versatile Shawty is. Quavo is like the Super Saiyan Sway Leap. Let's keep it three million. He's like Sway all the time. He be sounding crazy with that auto too. Sway Lee be sounding like he's talking to like God. No, Sway Lee really can sing though. He can really sing. Could give us Yo, he be going Did you listen to Black Beatles? Hold up. Is ah uh, that's not the name of the album, right? That's a song on the album, right? Yeah, that's a song on the album with him and like Gucci Man? Yeah. Yo, that shit is beautiful. He in the back hitting falsetto on falsettos, nigga. He's like, that the, the, girl the first, is a real clown. And he was like, ah. <laughs> now, the first time I heard him hit that falsetto was on uh, Nightcrawler. I oh. was like, whoa. Yes, bro. Like, I there's was old like, videos whoa. of this nigga from like the MySpace era, like dead ass <laughs> singing. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Shout out to that nigga being way older than he looked. <laughs> How old is he? He's my age? That nigga like 24, bro. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, bro. I thought them niggas was like 19. Oh, no, nah, he's 21. My bad. Damn. I thought that nigga was a good, good 17, 18, man. But yeah, dude. Shout out to this new generation of like really weird looking niggas. Like, Sway Lee is a very odd looking nigga. Travis? That's an odd looking nigga. Fucking thug? His whole entire persona is absolutely insane. Like, that, that nigga said in the interview he weighs 100 pounds. Gotcha. Yeah, that that that's truly scary. I don't I don't really understand. Like, I think that Young Thug is simply a, a alien. Like, no questions about it, man. But uh, what do you think about you know Leo Cone? Like, you know, just hoeing this nigga out. Um. Eventually, even eventually, it a uh, um, it hit a fork in the road, which it usually does. Mm-hmm. Most artists, most artists don't mind being hoed out because they they came from nothing. So most people are like, whatever. But we'll see. Yeah. I, I'm really liking this era of, like, of hip-hop because all these people are, like, like, niggas like 21 Savage and, like, Young Thug. They're starting to become, like, muses and shit. Like, Young Thug is really, really in their culture. Like, he's out here modeling for Calvin Klein and shit like that. And, like, I don't know. I like how, like, we're, these these black artists are getting, you know, into the high fashion scene. And, you know, it, it's really cool, man. Shout out to them. You know, shout out to Rocky for, you know, that Dior shit. Fairy lit. They had Yachty and all Dior up in the New Yorker, nigga. That's oh, that's cool. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. But uh, Isn't it crazy now that Lil B is officially, like, old and a legend? I was about to say that shit. Like, Lil B's dead ass. Like, he fathered everybody. No, but not even. Um, I, I know it was funny you just talking about the Dior campaign. But, no, I'm just thinking because, like, he came to Lil Yachty show. Mm-hmm. And... And like it's crazy because little B look used to look abstract. Like people thought he looked gay. Remember when he came out, people was like, "This nigga look gay." And yes, he took a, and then he took a picture. He took a picture with little Uzi, little um, little Yachty, and um, and Offset, and he looked like the gangster. Yeah, bro. Like he just like bro. Do you know? I don't think like I, a lot of y'all listeners may have started listening to rap. Like I don't know when Yeezus dropped. I know a lot of you, you white kids started listening <laughs> around that time. Yo, yeah. relax. Everyone listens to Woody vs. Poppy. I know. I'm just saying. A lot of the kids started listening around Yeezus. 
And let me tell you something. A little B when this nigga came out, bro. This nigga, it was like so weird. We never saw anything like this. He truly is a freaking forerunner for all these niggas, bro. Little B was insane. Like this nigga when he was wearing tiny shirts and tiny pants, and then he had the bass vans, bro. He is a he is a style icon in rap. No questions about it. This dude changed everything, man. And I just I just love that like all the love he's finally getting now. You know what I mean? All these artists are coming up and realizing, bro, this, this nigga fathered everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that he did. I remember when he dropped that Cat Stacks disc? Oh, my God. That may have been one of the funniest videos I've ever seen in my life, nigga. Yeah, we talk about it all the time. We always talk about um, him dissing... Um, oh, yeah. Him dissing Joe Budden might have been the best diss track towards Joe Budden. Way better than that one line Drake gave him. Excuse me. But yeah, bro, come on. Yo, T-shirt and buttons. That verse is not a ten out of ten. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, yeah. So, damn, Usain Bolt still the fastest thing in the world. He wasn't even trying. Nigga, we didn't even get to talk about the Olympics, bro. The Olympics was fucking hell this year, nigga. Like, did you see the pools turning green? Mm-hmm. You they yo just realize this shit right now, Woody. Rio's never getting anything again. Like, bro, they were so pissed off. Like the crowd in Rio was so horrible to people that weren't like you know Brazilian, nigga. They were booing everybody. They were some of the most like you know just I guess trashiest people that they were like. That's the shit they were saying. Rio will never get anything again, ever again. They showed their ass off. They fucked up bad. And it was robbing people. They, nah, they, I don't think Ryan locked the uh, rock. No. You, you see the worst stuff here? People just trying to mug people in real and niggas just oh, like grabbing yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I, I told you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But let's talk about how Tokyo probably going to be top five Olympics of all time. Nigga. Yeah. Bro, they yeah, bringing back skateboarding? Yeah. Olympics oh. in Tokyo is going to be crazy. Nigga, I kind of want to go to that, bro. Get your money up then, bro. Yeah, bro. Let's get that that (laughs) shit, bro. No, make it a you thing. I I haven't even traveled with you to Philly yet. Relax. Oh, yeah. You know, shout out to that. You know, I'm about to be, you know, going crazy. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, bro. bro. (laughs) Nah, nigga. um, You know what's one thing that I'm really scared about that I know I'm not going to have the money to do next year and it's coming? Is um Is Alive, uh, Alive 2017. It's gonna happen. Daft Punk does a like the Alive like the Alive show every ten years. They did Alive nineteen ninety seven. They did Alive two thousand and seven, and they do like a live you know album every time. Nigga, I know I'm not gonna be able to go to Alive two thousand seventeen because that shit probably gonna be in France, nigga. What that mean? Get your money up, nigga. Save right now, you it's France, there. bro. I'm gonna go to that shit by myself. No, you, you, bro. The best things in life are done for yourself, but it's cool. I mean, I'm scared to do that. I was scared to go. To, I mean, I, I didn't yo, the, the VMAs is fucking lit. You know, yeah. you know, MTV did. MTV, MTV is giving Kanye West four minutes to do as he pleases. Bro, <laughs> oh, this is what happens the when you expose Taylor Swift. This is what happens. This is the type of shit that happens. Do you not wait? Is that is this this Sunday? I think so. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I, I I think and it's in New York. In no the, way! <laughs> Hold on, you gonna be here yet? I, 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 when do you get in town? Nah, I get. I, I, I'll come next week. Next week, what? Labor Day. Like, I, I come in on two. I come in on Thursday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be there Labor Day weekend. Uh, 
Yeah, bro. MIA, that shit's about to be bonkers. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, Pablo Tour, you know, we're trying to get on that, uh, you know, never mind. But, uh, yeah, dude, shout out to Matt Nine for photoshopping the tickets for me at the Drake concert. And then I got kicked out promptly 30 minutes after the Division set was done. So, I mean, I got to see Division and, uh, Roy Woods really, really close. But, uh, then these two little white girls came up and they were like, um, I think these are our seats. Nigga, their tickets were fake too, but they didn't know that shit. They bought it off, like, you know, some secondhand nigga. So, yeah, if them little girls would have came there, we would have been there the whole fucking night. But, uh, yeah, shout out Matt Nine, he a mastermind. So how the hell did they get in with fake tickets? Well, supposedly they scanned and everything. They went through. But when the people saw them at Ticketmaster, they were like, yo, these are like, it doesn't have a name there. Da, 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 da. And they just, I don't know what happened to the little girls. Um, Yeah, but it sucked, you know. Uh, Christian got, he, I ended up getting kicked out first. And then probably like 40 minutes later, Christian got kicked. But I brought Christian to my Kick, section. Kicked out of the section. Yeah, kicked yeah. Out of- yeah, but we ended up going to our actual... You stupid. You don't know how to say stuff. You sound like you get... You say stuff in absolute, so it makes sound like you got kicked out of the concert. Oh, no, no, And no. that's embarrassing. I, that would, that shit would have never happened. Never. Hell no. I had to see Drake's beard. I had to see that shit, man. So no. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm right. Hood people, when they write RNS, that means real nigga shit, right? Yeah. Okay, I just, I just wanted to make sure... Yeah, man, but I'm just like 2016. Can we agree it's the best year of music, probably like of this decade? Uh, then Life of Pablo come out this year. Yeah, Life of Pablo came out this year. Views came out this year. Blonde came out this year. Uh, Lemonade, Coloring Book. We're probably oh yeah, we got a little Kendrick album too. Then we get Konichiwa. We got Konichiwa. We got no, we did get a we did get a Kendrick album. We got Untitled. Yeah, and that shit was fucking heat rock. A lot of people be forgetting that, like, To Pimp a Butterfly is a 10 out of 10 album. Because... And then Gina Aiko left her, her, her fiancé. It's just fucked up, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, that is fucked up. But, I mean, like, you know, I, don't, I think there, there may be more to it. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to be, you know, commenting on anybody's, you know, love, like, you know, their their love life. Man, whatever. that shit public, man. She ain't shit. <laughs> oh, yo, Freetown Sound came out this year, man. Niggas forgot about that shit. Yeah, yeah bro, but... Yeah, this year's been great for music, man. I've been loving it, bro. It's like every fucking week there's something new. Yep, reminds me of a Supreme drop. Ugh. First drop today, 11 a.m. I didn't go. Did you go for anything? Of course. Of course. (laughs) Who are you talking to? What What am I going? (laughs) Yo, Supreme, that shit was kind of lame. First drop. Um. Hey, I like this meme. I'm screen locking this meme. It says, I've been in the hood, lived in the hood, fought in the hood, stole in the hood, and I love the hood, but my won't be the hood. Yo, I'm out. That seems so, oh my God, that's a Facebook meme, bro. Yes, it is. And it has like the filter where it's been screenshot like 80 million fucking times. And does it have like a man dressed up as a thug? No, 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 no. It's just the words. It's just the words. Yeah, man. But it's some emojis in that bit. It's the little diploma emoji and the 100 and the money bag and the fist. Like, yeah, I'm going to make it out. <laughs> Yo, wait a second. This little nigga Henry got me dead. He said the U.S. the U.S. skateboarding team about to be godly. Bro, we about to fuck up everybody, nigga. Oh, my God. That shit is yeah. insane, bro. Imagine the shit that Niger Houston is going to do out there. If he's still, you know, like, I mean, he's still going to be on. You know, it's like only four years. 
But yeah, I wonder how they're gonna how are they gonna select that team? Oh no, they probably play a game of skate. I'm being funny, <laughs> but yeah. Hold on, did you see my tag deck video on Instagram? Yeah, dude. I remember when the Henry made fun of me for carrying around my tag deck. Yeah, but you seen me. Yeah, I seen you, bro. Pretty yeah, nice. bro. Hit a nice gap on that second video. <laughs> yeah, dude. All, all yeah, right, dude. all right. Get you a man that could do both. Yo, dime and yo, that dime uh, glory challenge. That shit was so fucking awesome. Oh my god, man. That shit. That shit was inspirational, bro. Dime is really just that 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 brand right now, bro. And don't act like we didn't put all you niggas on. We won with that shit, man. They just did a restock, you know. Oh. Yeah, but I'm stacked up for the winter. About to cop Henry's little hoodie too, so we're we're Gucci right now, man. You know, got the royal hoodie, got the long sleeve, got my hat on deck. You know, dime boys, man. I love it. But nah, the Supreme drop, bro. I mean, it was cool. It it. I think this drop had more like cool low key shit. But the stuff that people were really looking for, um, like the you know the, I guess heavily branded shit, it wasn't here. You know what I mean? And if it was, it was ugly as fuck. Um, shout out to all the white <laughs> kids that bought that Capona Noriega shirt. Flames. I I can't wait to see y'all niggas in that shit. That's gonna be amazing. But uh, but how you feel about that collab? Them picking them. Very hip hop. I'm happy Supreme been active. That's what it's about being active. Because I think sometimes they didn't want to like, um, like what's the word? Like they didn't want to parody themselves and like do what people expect them to do. So mm-hmm. they were just relaxing. So it's all good, man. Yeah, bro. Look good. It all look good to me. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of wanted. I don't know. I kind of wanted that screw shirt. But I ain't buying that shit. The chain this year ugly as fuck. That seahorse shit ugly. Mm-hmm. They fumbled. They fumbled with the chain. Damn, we didn't even talk about Supreme, dog. That's how long we've, like, not been on this shit, dog. The ex- yeah, man. The accessories this year were, I mean, they were cool somewhat. I mean, that that motorcycle helmet is going to be a grill forever. We, I, I, I got to cop that shit, to be honest. You're going to have to flip the hell out of that. But, yeah, that motorcycle helmet is amazing. Um, How you feel about that shit? Uh, I'm happy, again, bro, I'm happy for all of that shit. All of that shit is fire. It could do no wrong, 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 wrong. Yeah, Palace about to drop their lookbook too, bro. Dang, man, I feel like this is the one podcast that's been gossipless. Ain't no bullshit being talked about. Damn. I want to gossip. Ain't nothing to talk about. Um, in in other news, nah, fuck it. In other news, my life's going really well. Um. We're going to start a new hashtag, Pray for Woody, because I got some big things coming up. Big things popping, as T.I. would say. <laughs> big man. thing popping. <laughs> yeah, things drop. Yo, man. Dude, um, man. Oh, we got to have some new viewers this week. So those new viewers that I know are listening, welcome. Yes, yes. You get to talk to me now. Well, I get to talk to you, and you get to listen, and you get to help me make money and stuff. So appreciate you. And with that being said, let's go to our one and only sponsor of the day. Hi, you guys. You guys like to read books? Well, I do, too. Yes. Um, the latest book I was reading, Woody, you know what book I was reading? What? It should be The Art of War, you fucking dickhead. But nah, it's The 50 Laws of Power, the newest installment with two new powers. You can find it right now on Audible. If you want to sign up and get a free book, go to audibletrial.com slash Poppy. 
and you can go in there, use your free credit to get the uh, fifty laws of power, which is uh. And then when you're power. done, please you could terminate the. You yeah, can you terminate can, the yeah, accounts and stuff shit. like that, but 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 just give it a try because you might find a funny book on there, yeah, or books. you know, all types of stuff. Oh man, you can get an audio two book brothers, too. two brothers catch up with the man who beat up their mom. Hold on, did you hold on, Chris? Did you see that dunk that kid just yes. did on that kid? Yes. Yo, that dunk he pulled the ball. like a two. This nigga pulled like the a, ball out his ass. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga pulled the ball out his ass, man. <laughs> That shit was scary. Yeah. If I if that would have happened to me, I probably just would have killed myself instantly after. Like, there's nothing else you can do, at all. Yeah. That shit. Oh my god. And you know what's the crazy thing about it? That nigga don't even hoop. He the best. He the number one baseball player in South Carolina. Like for high school. Mm. No, crazy. that's crazy. Crazy, bro. That nigga there's levels. Some, who nigga on some? I don't know. Shit, man. It's crazy. I wish I had bunnies like that, man. I like that everyone calls them bunnies and rabbits barely even hop that far. Yeah, to be honest, they should call them kangaroos. <laughs> Dude, that's not. It's, <laughs> it's, it's too many syllables. Call them rules. That boy got some rules on him, boy. Oh hell, bro! <laughs> that nigga got some rules. Yo, do you, viewers, do y'all remember that game Ruse on the Xbox? That shit was fucking ass, man. So I just had to just I say that anyone. real quick. I doubt anyone remembers that game, bro. Yo, shout out my nigga Quirk one time, dog. Yeah, Yo. shout out to young Kirk. Yo, that nigga you know what's crazy? Nice. You know what's crazy? Because we done leveled up so much, can't even talk about that website. And, and can't even talk about KTT and it resonate the same way anymore. Yeah, it's dead. Because we, we our, our lifestyle is different. We grown. Yo, I, I'm free, I feel different. <laughs> oh, you're paying full and shit? That's how I feel right yeah. now, bro. But uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, slow and steady wins the race. Want to appreciate everybody. I know we uh, haven't been around in a while, but we'll keep them coming. And hopefully we can pity ourselves up and get some more guests. Any shout outs, Chris? Uh, I want to shout out Harambe. Uh, oh, yo, wait a second. Before we leave, nigga. Bro, tell me why this nigga. Tell me why the fucking. Uh, the, uh, the Cincinnati Zoo deleted all their social media accounts because they were just getting bombarded by people, nigga. This shit is out of control, my nigga. Like, mm-hmm. bro, the Knicks out for Harambe, I think that may be, like, this whole Harambe shit is probably, like, top five Twitter <laughs> trends of all time, nigga. This shit's up there with Jordan Cry and Mr. Uh, and Mr. Crab. This Harambe shit crazy, man. But, yeah, dog, shout out Harambe. Uh, shout out Drake and Future and uh, Division and Roy Woods for putting on an amazing show and finally coming to Greensboro again. You know, I didn't want to go all the way out to Charlotte. Uh yeah man, and shout out Frank Ocean for making um the soundtrack of my adolescence part two. So thank you. So shout so, so out Lee Hanyo, Lee Hanyo photography. <laughs> Hell yeah! Shout out Lee Hanyo photography. Hey, shout out Mike Seeger's photography. You know, shout out Henry. About to get a good ass job. Henry, yeah. stay with a good ass job. I know, right? They love that little nigga, man. I want to thank Phil for um for work. Yeah. And then not only did it translate to work, it also translated to twerk. So thank God for that. Shout out Phil for everything, bro. He's a real dude. Um Shout out Wills. Yo, shout, no no no. Number one shout out. Shout out Matt Nine. Shout out Matt Nine. Man, Matt Nine but you know his fucking job. Yeah, shout out Matt Nine one time. Uh shout out A and T University. Fun place. Been down there a lot lately. Shout out Christian. One time see Nasty. Yeah, man. You got any more? All shout right. Out? 
Nah, I don't know who the fuck this is. I'm looking at some picture with someone with shoelaces, but nah, I'm out. I'm out, man. Uh, I thank you guys for still being here with us, you know. Until the next time. Peace.